We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, our listeners ask the questions, and tonight we're going to give you your answers. So yes, we're doing listener questions. Or at least our attempt at an answer. Some sort of answer. We will answer, and uh, it it might be a good answer, it might be a bad answer, but we will will answer nonetheless. We will answer. You ask, we answer, that's the deal. But first, let's think a new patron, Derek. We do, and our Patreons, their questions get answered first. So that's how we do things. So welcome to the Rope Drop Radio community, uh, Constance. Thank you so much for supporting the show, getting bonus episodes and uh, swag. And sometimes we get to hang out with you at the park. So, um, yeah, thank you to all of our patrons for asking questions and supporting the show. Yeah, and I think last week's episode with Alex was pretty good, so definitely worth checking out. And on to Apple Podcast Reviews. You guys have been leaving a ton of them. I'm slowly making my way through mispronouncing them all. Um, it really means a lot. And uh, so this week, the title is The Perfect Combination of Fun and Information. That title right there, Derek, is where I want to be. That's like Epcot Center oh, yeah. at its core. That's right? great. Yes. The combination of fun and information. That is dog. Like if we're a podcast compared to an attraction, I want it to be Spaceship Earth and Living with the Land. Okay, never mind. Okay, yeah, yeah close. Yeah. I mean, you Not are more the nerdy one, and I'm, I'm the one that's a thrill seeker, so it, we work out. Yeah, okay. Anyway, here it is. It's by Kai, Kylie Ren. Kylie Ren. Kylie Ren? Not Kylo. Kylo. Not I wonder Kylo, if he listens Kylie. Kylo? I'm sure he does. Okay. All right, so this podcast will give you great tips and insights on all things Disney World while keeping you engaged and laughing. I strongly recommend this pod for anyone planning a Disney trip. Excellent review. I love it. And we did talk about Disneyland last week. So we we, did. Every now and then. Yeah. We get West. And one day we'll get a cruise soon. We'll get to talk about cruises. It's funny. We probably have lots of listeners that have no idea we talk about cruises about once every two months. Yeah. It's been. It's been 15, 16 months. months. The last cruise episode we did was I believe in January of 2020. Oh, wow. So I'm ready for those. Trip report from our January 2020. In fact, cruise. we have a cruise question on this. So we do. We'll and I that. get excited about the cruise questions. Anyway, there you go. Thank you for the review. Yeah, thank you. Start us off, Doug, with the first question. All right. The first one is from Lori. I hear people talking about using Disney gift cards to pay for trips. What do they mean? What is that advantage? So, yeah, people talk about that. What is the advantage? Um, So basically the advantage here is you can go to, like, say, Target or Sam's. If you have a red card at Target, either the credit card or the debit card, you can get 5% off your Disney gift card. Therefore, if you buy enough Disney gift cards, you save 5% on your vacation. Yep, that's basically I mean, that's the nailed gist it. Of it. Yep, and Sam's also has about roughly five percent off if you buy gift cards there. 
So I don't know. Um, during Christmas time, they can do some sales on those Disney gift cards. It, I see them you pop might up. find them a hair better. Yeah. Yep. So, and you can use it to pay off your your trips, like to Disney World, Disneyland, Alani, Disney Cruise Line. You cannot use them for Disneyland Paris or other Disney parks. Um, other things you can do is use them to get your food. It's essentially like getting all your meals at a five percent off. Yep. So a lot of put them in my Disney that. experience. You can type them in. You can hand a stack to your travel agent, though she might kill you. So not the stack. You don't do that anymore. Yes, dear. you're right. So you combine Bind them, them you all. online, DisneyGiftCard.com, and you can b- combine them into thousand dollar increments, and then you give that card to your travel agent, and they enter it in, and so you have to combine them, and you keep combining. The big key, though. If you're going to pay for things like a trip, you can't throw it away. You can't chuck it away. Save it. You want to know what you paid for on it because if you have to cancel that trip, uh, changes that trip, it goes back onto the gift card. Ooh, good point. So a lot of times people are like, well, I don't know where that gift card is. And that money goes back onto it. It's probably in a landfill somewhere doing nobody any good. With so some Bitcoin that's been thrown away on laptops. Yep. Oh, Derek. Yeah, get Bitcoin on there. there. Yeah. So you don't get the cash. It goes back on the gift card. So that's kind of the the one caveat is make sure you keep track of what you pay for with what. And that even with you, if you use a credit card, make sure you know what trip you pay for with what credit card too, gift card, credit card, because it gets canceled. You're not like Disney's not cutting you a check. They're putting it back on the card, and they don't care whether it's in your possession or not anymore. So, but yeah, we've we've done gift cards for food. Um, we do a lot of um, gift cards before we travel from Target. We use the old red card, debit card, and uh, get the five percent off. So Absolutely, that's, that's what people are talking about, Lori. All, All right. right, one down. One down. Here we go. CT asks, "What is the best change in the lifting of the COVID nineteen restrictions since your last trip?" What is the worst change in lifting the same restrictions on your last trip? I can knock this out quick, Doug. What in our last trip was what three weeks ago? Some like and a half that. Weeks yes, ago, right. But a ton has changed. Changed even since then. I'll tell you, my favorite is not wearing a mask while walking down Main Street I, and having pictures again in front of the castle where I can show my face. That's my favorite thing. But that was before our last trip. We were able to do that. Since your since last your trip. last trip, I was thinking because of the last trip. Oh well, I mean you can have that answer. There we go. I'll take it. There you go. What's the what's the worst change? Uh, the uh, social distancing. I kind of miss it in the uh, in the queues. So mm-hmm. now people are getting really close together again. Every yeah. trip they kept getting close. September you would have like fifteen feet. It was between great. People. It was Nobody great. touched me once. Well, we didn't even hand out any buttons or stickers or anything because well, no I one can't was throw near that us. Far. I can't throw them that far. In every trip since then, it's just closer and closer, and now they're stacked again. Now people are just licking each other. They're so close together. Nah, that was weird. Okay. What about I you, don't Doug? know. Why, you know, you have little children. They lick things. It's what happens. You know that, Derek. All right. So for me, the best change, this is since our last trip, is the uh, return of pre-shows, like Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Um, that's back. Stretching rooms back. Pre-shows coming back. And the uh, plexiglass between the Jungle Cruise skipper and the boat. Like, on, on our last trip, that doesn't make any sense that that was still there. At those, I feel like those could have been changed before my least favorite change is the uh, 
the no masks inside because we're going on the honor system and we've learned one thing some people aren't very honorable that happens and since children haven't had the opportunity to get vaccinated to protect themselves we're counting on others blah 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 i'll just stop talking but that's my least favorite thank you doctor the pre-shows coming back because i am one of the few that have seen the mickey and minnie's pre-show yeah and it 10 days, 11 days. Yeah. yeah, It's amazing. It's very I can't wait to see it. I've ridden that attraction like nine times now without seeing it. All right. All right. I'll ask the next one here, Derek. All right. Ryan, what were some of the rejected podcast names before you landed on Rope Drop Radio? Derek, take this one. I, I will. The one I really wanted was Disney Dads, which is now a podcast out there. I also wanted the Triple D show. So Derek, Doug, Disney. So uh, I was just going to be DDD in the logo. Um, and I had another one. I can't, do you remember any of the other ones I had? They Those all my involved top. D's yep. and dads. Yep. The variations of Disney, Doug, Derek, and dad. Yep. You had like 50 of them. I wanted to play on Disney dentist for a while because you were the yeah. Disney dentist. Yeah. Oh, you, well. You worked we, really we, hard on that. We we settled on rope drop rate. We settled. I'll air quote yeah. it. And we'll see. Doug really, I think, uh, pushed that one through pretty hard. I did. I did. Because it, it had more Disney to it. It was something that um, Disney people knew what it was. So it, it meant we knew a little more than just like, hey, Disney dads. Okay. Less, a little less generic, I felt. I, I don't like know. We had a few others. Yeah. That I don't even remember, but man, we circled the five plus years ago. for about three weeks, four weeks, like from March to May. It was a, it was a, a circle of, it was, what we we're going to do, but here we are five years rope yeah. drop radio. I love it. And because of the name of the show, we have to get up early and rope drop. That's true. Like it almost, we could have been the sleep in Disney dads and that would have been a lot nicer for our last trip where we. Stayed up late drinking adult beverages. No, nope, can't do that on this show. No, no. All right. Dylan asks, what's your favorite Disney scent? Could be food or attraction or area. That's a hard one. It really is. I I don't want to just say Dole Whip in general, but Dole I Whip figured, in general. Yeah, that really, would be yours. I, like, you really can't smell it from a distance. I think you can. So, I've seen it. I mean... Is it enough of a scent, so to speak? It's like a sixth sense for you. The the scent that I really like is the confectionery. Oh, that's a good I one. I think they just pump powdered sugar into the air. Yep. But you get a little whiff of it back in like storybook treats and up in the confectionery and whatever scent they're piping in there I like. How about you, Derek? I'm a water guy. So the pirate water, Splash Mountain, I don't know what they put in the water, bromine or something. Disney magic with it. That is that is my smell. And we actually have a candle here somewhere that has that with it. You know, I also like the smell of uh, the contemporary resort. I don't know what it is. It's maybe leftover eggs. I like, no, I thought that was Beach Club. Monorail. I actually like the Beach Club smell when we were in there. Kind of got that yeah. faux they pipe beach. Something in yeah, there. they do. Yeah. All the resorts got a little something. Yeah. I think contemporary just makes me think of I'm at Disney. There you go. That's probably why. But uh, yeah, Dole Whip is definitely the smell. All right. David asks, my wife is pregnant and we are traveling the last week of August. 
Besides staying in air conditioning, any good ideas to make this trip memorable? Thoughts, Derek? A lot of pictures. It's uh, yeah. uh he didn't say if they're this is their first kid or if they have other right. kids. Because if we did a baby first moon, kid, lots of pictures, pictures and enjoy it. We did a baby moon to Kansas City and it was wonderful. It's the last time you and your spouse have time without kids running around for the next 20 years. Who knows? Um, and so, yeah, just enjoy it. Take your time. Take everything in. Uh, you're not going to be able to do a ton of attractions, but you can definitely do things that I don't know. You're not going to be able to do for I would. Well, heavy yeah. on the ADRs. Oh yeah, sit heavy down. Go go to the expensive restaurants. That's that's my number one tip. Because you're not paying for as many people. One person's eating for free. There you go. But yeah, lots of pictures. Try to take some pictures that are recreatable too. Like the next trip in a year and yeah. six months, you're holding the baby in the same in the same in front place. of the same yep, that's things. That's a good tip. So like your it's your first family pictures. So think of it that way. Um, you can even get a, you know, cheesy t-shirt about like, you know, Mouseketeer and training or something. People wear those. They do. I've seen them. They do. They do. You can, you can go that route too, but definitely air conditioning, smart pool Don't time. Afraid to, take a little, yeah, know, take a break. I mean, just go eat. We'll give you basically. a pass on rope dropping on this one. Yeah. You go when your wife says we're going. When you she's leave ready, you go. When she says we're leaving. If she's now, too hot, you're out. That is, there you go. It's it's possible she's up early and yeah, ready to go. Know. Someone else is awake and kicking. And so, yeah, do do what you need to do. All right, next All right. One. Ricardo asks, what FastPass system do you want to be implemented at Walt Disney World? Keep FastPass Plus, same but cost, MaxPass, Universal Express Pass, or another option? Okay. I don't so, even have a good answer for this one because I... Who knows? Yeah, who knows what's going to be anyway. going to happen, but he asked what we would like. Yeah. So I'm going to say I would like the traditional fast pass system to come back almost, almost, but not quite. So not paper fast passes, but you pull them on the app. So we cut the number of fast passes back to what we had originally. So like Pirates of the Caribbean, no fast pass, right? Except then you can upgrade to get a max pass type thing where you can then pay for the fast passes to Small World, Pirates of the Caribbean. So the original fast passes back, but you pull them on the app instead of walking somewhere. And then you get max pass to fill in the rest. I just want to keep it what it was. You get three fast passes. You get more after that third one. I like the system. I've done max pass at Disneyland. I really like the fast passes, especially with kids knowing where you're going to go throughout the day. Yeah, that's mine. But it would be fun yeah. to have paper fast passes again. Those were those were neat, like souvenir. I mean, I'm good with pulling them electronic. I know, I get it. I I'm don't just want saying, to walk over there because that's I was a good the point. one that had yeah. to go. Yeah, get I had to because, do all that walking. You're right. While everybody else was on Space Mountain, my job was to go collect Thunder Mountain and then sit there until I could get Splash Mountain, and then you know, and yep. you just boom, boom, boom. The best time was when they didn't enforce the return time window. And you just spent the whole morning collecting fast passes. You go take your break and you come back in the evening and you just boom, 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 like 10 oh, fast passes. Wow, I that never was, got that. Those were the golden days. That was days I must have missed. Okay. You're, you're not old enough, oh, Derek. R- Ricardo asks another question. <laughs> Name one resort, one food item, and one attraction to bring to Walt Disney World from any other Disney resort. So my food item is very easy. That's going to be 
um, the crepes from Disneyland Paris. Okay. They're not the best crepes you're ever going to have no. in Paris, but they're better than anything you get at Disney World. Like in the France Pavilion, I don't understand. You should be able to make crepes. They make them in little carts in Paris. You should be able to do it. Um, so there's my food item. Resort. Um, probably like the, the Disneyland Paris Hotel. There's a similar thing in Tokyo. Um, the Grand California, similar sort of thing. Uh, resort that is on a park, like attached. You walk right in. You have views into the park. That's the resort I want to bring. And one attraction well, I'm not going to say Tron because it's already happened, but boy, I think the Shanghai Pirates. Oh, oh you took my attraction. Awesome. Well, you can still bring it. You I'm still bringing bring it. Anything. Okay, because that, that that was mine. Yes, that attraction I want to do so bad. Um, and then for uh, uh, resort, I was going to take the Marvel one at Disneyland Paris that they're doing. Or they it did. just opened up. Just, yeah, yeah, media events happening right now as we record. Um, it looks good. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I really don't know why that's not, at least in California. Right. It's like Paradise Pier hasn't gotten the makeover to Marvel yet, or that's kind of concerning. But, you know, how about your food item? That was a tough one, because originally I was joking and and thinking I would bring an authentic churro, like a Disneyland churro to Disney World. It's just too much humidity in Florida for churros. Yeah, I think that's That's the problem. Um, but I actually agreed with you on the crepes. I think that would be a good mm-hmm. one because you're you're yeah. right. Uh, I being in France, the crepes there are so much better than what you can get yeah. stateside. What was funny is we had a crepe in the parks, and the kids were like, "Oh my gosh!" Or like just devoured it. The next day, we had a crepe in Paris, and it was like, "Well, that just ruined the parks crepe." Yep. But it, we still kept we kept eating them for the rest of the week. So Don't I'd worry. also do the uh, chili cone. I've talked about it before on the show. Mm, Bring the chili cone from DCA. Good job, Derek. I, I like finally that. got that there. Awesome. I mean, give me all the Pepto and Tums. Oh, absolutely. That I would need, or maybe I need to eat it at like nine a.m. so that it's digested by the time I try to sleep at night. But hey, that that is a good one. That's smart. Yes, got one. Took me a minute. Good question, Ricardo. All right, Heather. What is your favorite cruise itinerary for different cruise lengths? So, all right, first we'll, we'll do like a three night, a seven night, and then a lengthy one. Oh, what are you thinking? Double dip, all of them. As long <laughs> as I can double dip on all of them, that's all I need. I just want to go. So, if I could go to Castaway, triple dip, quadruple dip, yeah. we'll put it that way. Creative. Yes. Right. yes. No. I just that I want to go to Castaway as much as uh, as much as possible. So there you go. And when Disney's new private island opens up, mm-hmm. I want to go lighthouse. I want to yeah. I want to go double dip to double dip. So I want to go back and forth between the two. That see that's smart. That's smart. Yes. That's it's that's the itinerary. I also want to get to Alaska. Alaska is where I really want to go. I don't know when that's going to happen, but uh, I look forward to planning that itinerary when I have that chance. All right. So here's here's what I'm saying. I'm not quite as exciting as Derek here. So for a three night itinerary, say there's really nothing wrong with the Bahamas because you get cast away. Nassau is a great day to, to explore the ship a little more or hop off, go to the straw market, get right back on. Um, it does, it serves its purpose, but for a three night, I think that's the best thing. Um, for a seven night, I really like Eastern Caribbean. If you want the cruise experience, 
Eastern Caribbean. I like the beaches there better, the atmosphere. Um, it's a little cleaner and nicer than, say, the Western Caribbean, where you're going to Cozumel, Jamaica. Grand Cayman is very nice. It's very clean, but it's – I don't know. There's something about St. Thomas, St. Martin, San Juan that feels much more Caribbean anyway to me. And then for the longer ones, oh, sign me up for Alaska or Europe when you get longer. That's that's what I'm thinking. There you go. I like it. CT asks, if you could take a ride from any Disney resort and move it to Walt Disney World, which ride would it be? I'm really glad Ricardo didn't ask that. Or wait, he did. We already talked about attractions. So but Shanghai, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Yeah, we got we to gotta change it. I already it. have a plan. Oh, you have a plan? I want to hear this plan. I'm going Indiana Jones. I'm bringing I, Indiana Jones from Disneyland and the other Indiana Jones ride. I can't remember what park it's at. Hong Kong or Shanghai. Paris, one, Paris. has a roller coaster. Okay, that too. And I'm putting them both in one of the, uh, I don't even know where, Hollywood Animal Studios. Kingdom. Sure, Animal Kingdom. And you can get a whole Indiana Jones section. There you go. Derek's done. That's a good plan. I have like 12% of a plan. But I was thinking um, Crush's Coaster would be a really good addition. It's not a huge thrill ride, It's but it's something that my family really loved. That's at probably the worst park in the world at uh, um, Hollywood Park. I don't even remember the official name of the park at Disneyland Paris. It's, I think, Disney Hollywood Park or something. It's yeah. smallest. Like, we're at the back of the park. We're like, oh, this is the back. Crush was pretty awesome, though. I would recommend that. I'm going to bring that over too. It'd be a good addition. I like I think. it. All right. So next is Jen from the travel mug podcast. This is an important question, Derek. I don't know that I fully have an answer. What is your second favorite snack? See, mine's easy because Gaston cinnamon roll moved up to number one. So pretzel moved to number two. Yeah, that's like... I mean, way too easy. You have that pecking order already. No, Popcorn would probably be number three. Yeah, so Dole Whip's number one. I'll put um, Dole Whip in the top five. That's fine. I mean, that's where it deserves. I do like myself a citrus swirl. However, I don't get it very often because I feel like I'm cheating. Um, but you know what I really like at uh, when I'm at any of the confectionery type stands? I get the uh, pineapple spear covered in chocolate. That is good. Sounds a little simple. It's not Mickey shaped, but I tend to get that a lot. So I think I have to say that's my second. And it still involves pineapple, Derek. One day I'm going to get one of those egg rolls. Remember I walked by on our last trip and I was yeah. like, ah, I should do it. But they're like $9 for an egg roll. And the line was like 75 people yep. long. It was like trying to get in a nomad lounge, but for an egg roll. You just do a dessert party when those come back, and it's all the egg rolls you can eat, Derek. All right. Now we're at Emily. I have two questions. Ooh, two. All right. What are your top three things to do in each park every time you visit Walt Disney World? I like that question. That's a, that's a tricky one. You want to go back time. and forth? We'll go. Uh, so, yeah. um, Magic Kingdom? Every time? Yep. I mean, Buzz Lightyear. See, yeah, my Buzz Lightyear and I think uh, Jungle Cruise and Pirates. Jungle. I do those I think, three every time, no matter kids, no kids, you, me, right? by, we, by myself. Those are the three I'm going to do. I honestly can't think of something that I have done on all the trips I did during the COVID era other than like those three attractions. 
because we didn't go on small world on this last trip. So I wouldn't even I put like, that in there. Yeah. Right. I like to say small world, but we did not get on it. You guys would not, would not go on the happiest cruise to ever sail. So, um, yeah, I think it's the same three for me at Magic Kingdom. I'm pretty confident because I can't even say Dole Whip because I haven't had a Dole Whip at, in the park. Yeah, I, I haven't seen you do it. I in got the my last Dole couple. Whip at uh, All Stars. Yeah, I mean, and when we went in September, you got it at uh, the Poly. Yeah, so I mean, Dole Whip, Dole Whip, guys, you can get it anywhere. Get it wherever. So what about Epcot? I'm going to say Spaceship Earth. I know we did not get on it. But yeah, we did not. Was, but we also was, didn't do really yeah. anything. Yeah. we. Um, and then I also did not watch Voices of Liberty. You did. But yep. I'm going to say Voices of Liberty. And then um, I would like to say Living with the Land would be the other. And uh, we did not go on that either. No, we didn't. And I would probably put that in mine as well. Uh, three so Cabaneros. Three Cabaneros is one that I tried to on our trip, but that line to get into Mexico was ridiculous. Yeah. Voices of Liberty every time. And then, yeah, Living with the Land or sometimes Soren, sometimes Test Track. I mean, if Strolling World Showcase and looking at the sights and Eating sounds, around people, the world every time. That, yeah. I mean, that's snacking my way. At yep. least at some point is going to happen. Um that's she said th- things, so I guess that things. could, yeah, okay. I mean, it could be people watching is yeah. a thing. All right. Well, let's go to Hollywood Studios. What are the things? Well, it's become Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, I think, has become every trip we've I've done lately, for sure. Yep. Um, here, I'm going to say, if I'm there at night, one of my favorite things is to watch people run down Sunset Boulevard to try to get on Rockin' or Tower again before the park closes because it is hilarious. This is a long ways down there. It is. I've go. seen it. And they don't realize how far they're going. And you sit close enough, you see where they're starting to get tired and desperation meet in a perfect Venn diagram. Um, I would definitely say the two Star Wars attractions, Rise and yeah. Millennium Falcon. So, they, yeah, Mickey Minnie's Star Wars attractions. Not a Blue Milk. No, not at all. Westwood. He would, 100%. absolutely. That's in his top three. Double fist blue milk. At, I would say really Star Tours. That. So I guess all the Star Wars stuff for me. I do Star Tours every time. Yeah, I do not. No, you don't. Hard pass. But you could listen to that episode came out a couple weeks ago of Doug on Star Tours. Three times a day. Yeah. On three different devices. Go for it. Guys Get those downloads do that, up. That'd be fantastic. That way I might go on something again in the future. Uh, right what's, now what's next? Tron? I don't know. Maybe like we'll see. All right. What's All Emily's right, next, next question? Next question. If your house caught fire, this is hypothetical here. If your house caught fire, yeah, I don't you like could this only, question. only save three pieces of Disney merchandise memorabilia. What would they be and why? I That's... really don't know if I'm going to be reaching for anything. I'm just trying to get out of the house. I need well, to ask I mean, my you, wife this one. You have time. Okay. So you, you can... You got time to grab three things, three things only. I have a, it's right here. It saves all my Disney pictures. So I grab my external hard drive with all Your the Disney drive. stuff. Yep. That's smart. Yeah. yeah I grab what I was that. Um, hard drive. Um, I I might grab my wife's uh, ear collection 
I'm going to count, say it's one collection. Okay, so we have everything thing. in a box. Could I just grab the ear box? The box. Just grab the box. Grab the box. Got it. That's worth more, more than all the other that's stuff. That's worth more than your house at this point, I think. So there you Probably. go. There's, there's a few. There's a few. Um, you know, some of those ears, they have memories associated with them as well. You know, that's the one that, like, she has one that is kind of a patriotic looking ear. It's like a red and blue. It's not patriotic, but it looks like it that she got in Paris that people keep asking her, oh, where'd you get that? Like, no, um, Paris. Sorry. You know, so things like that. They are. We got some pictures from our honeymoon that I'd have to grab. Yeah, because those aren't probably on a hard drive. No, they're not. So there you go. There's my three. Uh, scrapbook. There's my third thing. Scrapbook, ears, and a hard drive. Okay. Yeah. Or my uh, collection of unofficial guides. No, I'm joking. No. That's the, yep. That'd be heavy. I want to make it be. out. All right. Holly asks, travel planning with an agent. Is it better to get your flights and then contact the agent or check with the agent about dates and then look for flights? And Holly, I've done both. Many times. <laughs> In fact, I've booked things and then booked flights and changed things only to really annoy my travel agent. Let me let me give you the answer. I, I ran this past um, oh, good. resident travel agent to make sure I would get it right. So here's what she said. Go ahead and check on flights so that you can see what's within your budget. And then you can say what dates you're looking at. Send that to the travel agent. Get a quote real quick. And then... Try to book them pretty much at the same time. Once a room's on hold, then book your flights. Doesn't recommend booking your flights before you have a room, especially this year. Oh, yeah. And even early next year because room availability is silly. And annoying. So don't assume you can just get a room because there might be a room available, but it might be like the presidential suite at the Poly or a bungalow. Oh, and if you're staying in a bungalow and it's just you or maybe you and your spouse, feel free to invite Doug and I. Yeah, we'll stay with you. We'll stay in the other room. Don't worry about us. I'd sleep in the the pool. There you go. Yes. Um, Hoping one day someone takes us up on that and invites us down. Come on now. Um, But the the thing is just look at the flights. Know what they're going for. Make sure it's in your budget because there's times people go through the whole Disney process, book the room – then look at flights for the first time and be like, oh, it's going to cost X amount of dollars. I've to never done that, Doug. Ever. You do <laughs> You've done basically everything. Yes. At every different variation of this. But that's kind of the recommended. Yep. Because some people look at the flights and like, oh, I didn't realize it was going to cost $200 per person. Well, there's been times like way. Frontier's like, hey, it's 49 each way. And I'm like, done, booked. Find yep. me the directs. And then now, this time, like, if you were doing that for November, you'd be like, well, the only room available is club-level president suite. Uh, I'm staying at the Yacht Club now. I wasn't planning on going deluxe in November, but now I am. So, there you go. That's, uh, hopefully that helped, Holly. There you go. Okay. Ryan asks a great question. Who was the better CEO, Eisner or Iger, and why? Do you have an answer here, Derek? When it comes to the parks, I say Eisner. When it comes to the brand, I say Bob. Man, Iger, he gets the Disney Plus and all the t- Pixar, Star Wars, Lucasfilm, Fox. He gets the long haul where where Eisner really understood. He developed Hollywood Studios. He developed 
um, Animal, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. So it's just you got two different kind of ways they tackled if, their job. He he was Eisner. If you're just a park, JPEG was a bad one, and he just started. <laughs> he hasn't done either well. Nope. They they're so different, but yet good. Eisner before Disneyland Paris kind of bit him in the butt financially. He was just spending money on the park. Oh yeah, just, he loved it. Just like like Alden would do the the money thing. There you go. Just standing there. I think hopefully you guys heard that. That's that, that's all the money. Like he was just throwing all the money at the parks. Build, build, build. I mean, that's when we got moderate resorts. Think yep. of that. That was revolutionary. And then that led to value resorts, which open up Disney World to a lot more people, expanded on property as a thing. But then Iger went and bought Marvel, basically resuscitated it from the dead. Like people are like, why would you why would you buy that? How much why did he spend so much money on Marvel? And like now, I mean, now it's Trump like Trump That's like pennies. That's that'd be oh like my buying gosh. Apple stock on day one yeah. and cashing it out now, right? And then not even pennies on the dollar, like fractions of pennies on the dollar. And then also with Star Wars, I, I still don't understand why that price was so low. Four billion was that what right? it was? Yeah, that was ridiculous. Four or five. They made that I, up in like two movies. Yeah, like it, and like that doesn't even count merchandising. Yeah. And all the so, stuff like Disney Plus, I think that's Bob's best, uh, Iger's best thing, oh. with uh, long term. Like Disney Plus yeah. makes so much money for the company now. They, now. they have their stock price is going to be a lot more stable. Yes, they're exactly. going to have a, almost like a guaranteed revenue, and it's because of buying Fox, Star Wars, Marvel. Um, did Iger buy Pixar though? I think. yes, he did. Or Eisner. No, Eisner did not. Eis- oh, they didn't. They disagreed. Steve Jobs and Eisner didn't. They did not along. like each other. Yeah. So basically, it was okay. That was like Iger's first call was. That to was Steve the very Jobs first thing. About, yep. How do yep, we get we need this? to get this on board? So there you go. I hope that kind of answered the question. Maybe, maybe not. But hopefully, if you could morph them into both, like one, and that's what I was hoping with Chapek, but we didn't get that. Anyway, yeah, going on, Doug. What's the next one? Well, I got a text message from my wife who was listening to oh. answering the question that she was, you know, it's if flights aren't out, don't be afraid to book if you're at a high demand season. So like Christmas time, book early for your room and then worry about the flights later. So a little uh, add on to Holly's question about what to do first. Thank you for so, eavesdropping, Michelle. Yeah, I must be talking too loud tonight. That's why you need more soundproofing. I need a lot more soundproofing, Derek. All right. Get to uh, get to the Twitter questions. All right. Tw- Twitter questions. This is from at Quitter80. Q-W-I-T-T-E-R 80. How horrible is Disney transportation situation there? Going three weeks. Oh, going third week in October. I made his vacation or his very long. Yeah. Going th- Third week in October, and from what I've read slash heard, it's bad. Hate spending so much money to waste time waiting for everything. Going with some first-timers, we hope we won't be turned off. Some ADD kids in group, not so great with lines. So there's the question. Um, they don't say where they're staying. Yep. So that makes it tricky. Yeah, Skyliner will save you so much time, and your kids will love it. Mm-hmm. But and, like getting uh-huh. there, the Magical Express is not magical at all. Anymore. I would, I would do a car service. Yeah. Um, Happy Limo 
possibly just book Happy Limo to get you from the airport to the resort and vice versa. I, it's I have no, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous now. And I bet in October it's even worse. And with a bigger group, um, if you're the one planning the trip and you have some first timers and you roll into the airport and you got somebody holding your name on a oh, little Oh yeah, sign, yeah, that's it's cool. It's like, yeah, especially if you go regularly and they like, they're counting on you, you, mm-hmm. it's like you're high roller. So that's cool too. Um, that's kind of magical. And you don't have to worry about if you Ubers are available, how many people fit in an Uber, how many bags fit in an Uber, what kind of car is going to show up. You know what's coming with Happy Limo. The bus uh, service, though, bus. also is not that bad. It's right not. No. The just the deluxes going to have the worst bus service. Yep. Um, Pop Century, probably your best bus service. It's weird, but true. It is. Um, the times where you might wait the longest are midday for hopping for your naps and breaks, which is frustrating, especially if you have kids that you want to go get to the pool or get to a nap, get some downtime. That's where you wait the longest. So that would be when alternate transportation such as Uber might be a good thing to yeah. mix in. But really, if you do the buses right, you know, in the morning, like we talked on our trip report about a family that got in front of us at a bus. It was like one kid got in front of us, though, not a family. And then like one person joined. But if you're like, say, a group of 10 and there's two kids that just can't do lines and you're waiting at Pop Century in the bus, go over by one of the benches off to the side. Let them, you know, dance around, get their energy out. And then when the bus pulls up, you come back like, yep. That's I agree with that. Totally different yep. than twenty people coming to the one person, you know, and everybody around you will appreciate the child not being in line if they don't want to be, especially at six in the morning. We burn through some cell phone data watching random stuff, waiting in lines for our kids. Sometimes you get lucky with Wi-Fi in lines. There's also yep. Wi-Fi on the buses now, yep. most of them. Not all of them, but most of them. So remember that. So you can you know, check, make sure you're on Wi-Fi. Here's the phone. Uh, when our kids were younger, we actually took their iPad minis into the parks. So There you go. Nice. All right. Next question. At ddave808, I'm thinking about bringing my camel pack into WDW. It's like a backpack, but for water. Will they be okay with this in the parks? Absolutely. Yeah, we see them all the time. All the there's, time. You got to hydrate. I mean, yes. There's not millions of people wearing them, but you can spot them if you know what they are. Yep. And you'll usually see a whole family with perfectly matching camelbacks. And they're, you know what? They're the most hydrated people in the parks. Yes. So, yeah, definitely use it. And if you do it right, it keeps you cool, too, because you can free put, freeze that and it's cold on your back, too. Yeah, that's a win. Surprised yeah, more is. people don't do that. All right. At Vetter303. This is why I'm having you do all the Twitter ones. Because it's entertaining. Just yes. To listen to very them. much yeah. so. DHS rope drop strategy. Disney Hollywood Studios there. What are your first three rides to hit and in what order if you want to do all the DHS rides that day? First step, you got to be on the front of that rope. Yep. Can't you oh, can't and other part like, are we talking about with or without kids? So, but he said all the rides, so we'll just say all with, the rides. Everybody's tall, everyone's enough, tall right? enough. Good, got it. So, one slinky dog, yep. I agree with you, dog. slinky, absolutely. And then two is probably tower and then rocking, yep. And then you just got to bite the bullet. And, um, well, then you probably go star tours. And I don't know. You can do Mickey and Minnie's and Smuggler's Run later in the day. Mickey the and Minnie's drops so much by the end of the day. It blows the my last, mind. 
two, three hours of operation. Now with nighttime entertainment coming back, yeah, that you're right. may that change. That might change. But I think still, the last if, time we were there, it was 15 minutes. And it was I, still a few hours from park close. If you get in line at 10 a.m., it's going to be 40 minutes. Yeah. Because – and that's not going to get shorter now that there are less COVID restrictions um, because they've been filling Mickey and Minnie's for quite a while. But that line, the extended queue, is brutal. Oh, now, getting is. rid of social distancing and using the pre-show, hopefully you won't be out in the sun as much for Mickey and Minnie's. Hope but so. I, I think it's still going to spill out It's still going to be a, a long while. line, yep. They need like one more attraction at Hollywood Studios or maybe, I don't know, just maybe open up the shows. Yeah, like Indiana Jones, Day. done. Yep, Indiana Jones. Beauty and the Beast, Beauty done. The Beast. Get them going. Good Lord, come on now. Come on, JPEG. All right, last question. All right. At a man hawk fan. He's an Iowa fan. Iowa guy. Answer it anyway. All right. You know Tips. I lived in Iowa for a little bit? Wait, I did not know this. Oh, yeah, I did. I lived in Cedar Rapids right. and Ottumwa. Why? My dad worked there. He got a job. Like, I was little. Like six months? or I mean, uh, where did one, your dad work? He worked for Cargill, and uh, we oh. bounced around a lot. So I lived uh, for one year in Ottumwa and two years in Cedar Rapids. Wow. Things so I never knew. I was a Dan Gable uh, wrestling, Iowa wrestling fan growing up. Anyway, there you go. Back to the question. Okay. Tips or tricks for getting an ADR for a large group, 10 plus. Thanks. All right. I I got the answer here, Derek. Do Good. you know the answer? Uh, okay. So A lot of luck right getting up now, early. Get up, yes, get up early. Lots of luck. Uh, the other thing is if you're staying on property, uh, go for the hardest to get reservations at the end of your trip so that you're actually booking them more than 60 days out so you're closer to the 70 days. Um, that's what it's going to take. Anyway, 10 plus. So right now with COVID, they're only doing tables of eight as a maximum. Um, also getting a 10, like so there's like almost impossible to get 10. So what you want to do is divide your 10, like look at your group. Say you have 10 or 12. You're like, oh, these six people could sit together and these four people could sit together. Then you go for a party of six and a party of four and try to get them mostly overlapping. That's what you want to do. Or party of five, party of five. Group of 12, six and six. Eight and two. Got it. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, Break it up. Try to make it fairly even. Think about your group and how they're going to sit together. Because when we did our large group at spring break, there was a couple times it was like, well, I don't want to sit over there. I don't want to sit over there. You know, a little bit of infighting about who sat at the kids table, so to speak. Because it was like the kids and then the college students. I don't think they enjoyed that sometimes, but. It is what it is. It is there what you go. it is. There, I like it. All right. Any uh, questions, Derek, that you have? I don't have any. Nope, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I think this was great. I love listener questions. I love when you guys ask. So feel free to ask us anytime. Social media, follow us at Rope Drop Radio. We love answering your questions. We get them all the time from you guys who are traveling to any of the parks. And I think the best question we always get is when should we go? And I think you should go as soon as possible. Get those flights and get down there. That's right. That's really the best time. Sooner rather than later. Absolutely. And to do that, you need to email Michelle. She is listening right now. So she'll know. She's probably listening to you listening to this, so she'll know in advance. Uh, But yeah, she's amazing to work with and does all of my travel planning. So hit her up. Her email is in the show notes, and she would love to work with you. 
and be sure to keep leaving reviews. We love that. And uh, yeah, that's all the time that we have. So for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.